Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for selfless sex, and she comes first. My name is Dr. Nick, sitting here on Saturday, April the 11th, actually. As you know, I typically I typically record these on Sunday, but tomorrow is my girlfriend's birthday, so I'm trying to figure out a way to make that day special for her, while at the same time trying to be safe and flatten the curve and practice some sort of social distancing, which is kind of tough to do, but I'll get it figured out. And um, I have to say thank you to everyone out there with all the shares and the likes and the thumbs up, especially the shares, because you send, it seems like you're sending them to other like-minded individuals, which is very nice. So I do appreciate that a lot. So on that note, let's get started. And today, I want to talk about something that's actually very important to me, where it was important to me at one time, and and this topic is sex after getting a divorce. Well, to get this started, just to say the dating scene has changed over the years. So if you haven't been on the date since AOL chat, or you haven't been on a date since the Motorola Razor was hot, or you have not been on a date since the days of MySpace, things have changed. Things have changed a lot. And the truth is, you really need to learn how to protect yourself and your partner. So let's talk about that today. So for today's podcast, I'm going to discuss an article I came across in Psychology Today called Sex After Divorce four questions to ask. And unfortunately, in this country, the divorce rate is pretty much still sitting around 50%. And if you're African-American, the the divorce rate is even higher, where it is around 66%. So yes, two-thirds of black marriages end, which is an astounding number. And even with that said, people may still have that strong desire to get divorced, and then we start over again and get back out there and date again, which is incredible, and I, I, and I commend them for that. And with that said, according to this article, there are just a few questions you should probably ask yourself before you get back out there into the dating pool again. And the first question is this, are you ready to date? And I will follow up with that by asking, are you mentally ready to date again? Are you physically ready to date again? Are you emotionally ready to date again? And tie that up, you can ask the question about sex and sexual health. Are you ready to have sex again? Because the article goes on to ask a few additional questions besides the one that I just asked. Is my self-esteem prepared enough so that I can feel like a worthy, desirable person myself? Number two, can I go out on a pleasant evening without recounting the miseries of my ex? And number three, am I ready for some rejection again? Should this prove to be just a date and not the beginning of a relationship? Question number two is this. How do you feel about having sex with someone new? Now think about this. 
in many cases, people have been married for 30 years already. Let's say you married your high school love. So what, you were 18, 19, you know, and you had kids, got married, had kids, and did everything, and now you're getting divorced and you're, and you're 50 years old. So you've had sex, especially if that was your only sexual partner. You've had sex with one person for the past 30 years. You see what I'm saying there? Now, that may sound, that may sound odd, but it happens that way. So now you're out there trying to meet someone new again. And times have changed because back then you probably just held you know, held your held his or her hand, and that was enough. And now you have to swipe right or swipe left. So yes, how how do you feel about having sex with someone new? I would say if there's any sort of reservations, don't rush yourself, don't force yourself, because you know what? Most likely, you're just not ready yet. And I will say it again: you are not ready yet. The third question is this, what do I need to feel sexually safe? Or I've overphrased it, what do I need to feel safe? And I will say this, if there's any part of you that feels unsure about it, don't do it. Just hold off on it, pump your brakes and just take your, take your time. Because most likely that's your gut talking to you and your gut is picking up on something that, that your brain is not paying attention to and your genitals are probably not paying attention to either. So, so your gut's probably probably saying there's something wrong with this person. So you know what? I don't think we should do it. Also, there should be a level of trust because think about what you just came out of and most likely it was not a good situation. Otherwise you would still be married, right? So there should be some sort of, of level of trust there too. And if you still choose to hop into bed quickly, there still has to be some sort of trust there. And also today, you have to check yourself and also check up on them too and find out a little bit of information about them to see who they really are. One of the best case scenarios is if a friend of yours kind of hooked you up with somebody that they know, so they've kind of been filtered out already. You know, so you'll get the green light. In contrast, if you're meeting someone on the internet, you don't know them. They could be lying, saying, I'm this person and that person. I got A, B, C, and D. You know, and what that catfishing or whatever that's called. You know, so you really have to be careful out there. So the question is this, what do you need to feel sexually safe again before you jump back into the sexual dating pool? And question number four is this. Would I find early relationship sex to be hot or not? My guess would be that it's going to be hot. And also there could be a level of fantasy going on in there too. Now think about this. You, you probably know exactly how to satisfy your ex-husband or ex-wife. Why? Because you've had sex with them for the past 5, 10, 20, 30 years in some cases. So you probably know exactly how they like to be touched or not touched. 
So now you're meeting with a brand new partner after all that time. So there's so in, in your mind, you could be expecting things to be really hot. And I also would assume that you're going to be really nervous, too, because this is because this is a new partner for you. So and then reality hits. So you're in bed or whatever and you're getting started and the nerves are going to show up because you know what? This is a new person for you. And for some people out there, this could be their second sexual partner ever. You know, so there there could be a whole bunch of nervousness going on. So I would expect there to be a whole bunch of oops, like oops is going on. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put that there or it's new. And also for guys, you could be so excited because you have this fantasy in your head and it's a new partner for you and you want things to go right. You get so excited. You can't get it up. That happens. To take it a step further, you get so excited and you literally finish in 15 to 20 seconds because you are just that excited because you're having sex with someone new after 30 years or 10 years or whatever. You know, because there is that level of fantasy in your head, what you always wanted to happen, and it's and it's happening, and then reality shows up. So in closing, being sexually active for some people can be kind of tough because I think, um, speaking on the eye, my self-esteem was gone after I got divorced. That's just how it was. You know, even though, you know, women were saying, oh, you're a good looking guy and everything like that. You know, I was kind of stuck in a dead end job, had very little money and everything else. So I really did want to put myself. So I did not really want to put myself out there to even date. So for me, it was a few years, you know, before I said, okay, you know, okay, let's, I'll get back into the sexual dating pool again. And and I did. And I took, I took my time. I I didn't rush it. You know, even though I had people were asking me to come out and hang out with them. I just, I just kept saying no thanks. I didn't, you know, it was mainly my self-esteem was just destroyed. So then over time it, it came back and started to build back up again. So I just made that choice to get back out there again, and I'm glad I did. So, and also, I just say thank you to Marilyn for this topic. I've been sitting on this topic for several months now. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.